Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Okay, hi everyone. This is Diana Dettinger for Journeys to Success Radio. And today I have a wonderful guest. He is really going to transform your life. I want you to start now, get out pen and paper, because this is a big, you know, takeaway session writer downer session. First, a little bit about me. I'm Diana Dettinger. I am best-selling author of the book, Modus Vivendi, Your Life, Your Way, as well as an international speaker. And I've been corporate training, you know, for the past 25 years. I've seen a lot of changes in, and really what works and what doesn't work in the personal and professional development arena. So you can find out more about me and learning how to not lose yourself on your journey to success. And that's at dianadettinger.com. Today, I am so excited about our guest. First, I'm going to give uh, a little introduction uh, that he doesn't even know about. Um, Dean is a friend of a friend. And the way I would describe our guest today is that neighborhood guy, that neighbor guy, that even if you had a flat tire at 2 o'clock in the morning, you could call on him and he would be there for you. Because even, even though, you know, when I read all of his, you know, outstanding achievements and things like that, he is so genuine and really has a big heart to help people. And, you know, I find that the top quality in anyone in the personal and professional development arena, if they don't have that core authenticity of what they're doing is really serving a greater purpose. And, you know, he can share some of his stories about, you know, uh, from teenagers to, 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 you know, people, people that he helped. This is what I find is one of the main reasons you should listen to him because he will really feel like the neighbor next door that's here to help you. Okay. Super big welcome to Dean Lindsay. Hey, Diana, thank you. Thank you for recognizing the trait that I do know how to change a tire. That's great. I do. I know my neighbors are not watching, though. I hope they're not watching. Hey, call Dean. Diana said he's going to come change a tire. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, Dean Lindsay has been hailed as really, you know, it's outstanding thought leader. And that's because of uh, really, gosh, you've been in, you've been doing this for how long have you been in this industry? Uh, seven, 17 years. Wow. 17 years. Yep, yep, yep. Put the shingle out and right at the turn of uh, the century. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So outstanding thought leader as really building priceless business relationships. So he's a lot about, you know, the sales and marketing works with executives and really, you know, has been called a, you know, sales and networking guru, even by the Dallas Business Journal. His books, then what we're really going to hone in on today is his latest book called How to Achieve Big Fat Goals. And if you have the video, you'll see that, you know, the, the cover right behind you. It's, it's exciting. Um, and also he has the Progress Challenge, Working and Winning in a World of Change. And we all know how difficult change is for people, you know. So 
Uh, and, and a man, Frank uh, Shanwitz, the creator and founder of Make-A-Wish Foundation, calls Dean and his latest book, How to Achieve Fat Goals, an extremely helpful book for achieving your personal and professional goals. And this is the time right now where people are confused about how do I set my goals and make them happen. So this is what we, you know, we're going to hone in on. A couple more credentials about Dean because he really, you know, does, uh, it's really worth sharing these. He has another amazing book, Cracking the Networking Code, Four Steps to Priceless Business Relationships, that has been, that has sold over 100,000 copies. Like, that's not so easy. And it's even been translated into Chinese, Hindi, Polish, Korean, Spanish, Greek. So he's, he's internationally known. Uh, his thoughts even on business development through progress, which you'll hear about his emphasis on progress. It's all about basing then sales and customer service. Um, he's, he's been endorsed by who's who and even the thought leader, Clint, uh, uh, Ken uh, Blanchard of the One Minute Manager, which we all know about, and even the guerrilla marketing father, founder father of Jay Conrad Levinson. So, Welcome, Dean Lindsay. Take it away. Tell us about these big fat goals. Hey, you're absolutely right about uh, this time of year. uh, Goal setting becomes a term and New Year's resolutions become a term and, you know, and time management even becomes a term. And a lot of people's time management is to go back and not develop new goals, but actually just look back at the goals they didn't do last year. Just move them over again. Uh, Goal done. So, but the goal setting puts a whole lot of pressure on people. And so what I, what I tried to do in, in Big Fat Goals was really try to take the emphasis off of the goal itself and really dig into the why behind the goal. Now, that's, that premise, the concept of you got to know your why, that's not new. Everybody's talked about, about that. Every, I know any, anybody that's ever been on um, you know, Journey to Success understands you got to know your why. But in Big Fat Goals, it's really a goal commitment exercise rich book that helps you not just know your why, but utilize your why and enhance your why and dig deeper into that why so that you are not susceptible to somebody else's whys of other choices of things you could do with your time. So it's really a book on how to continually, continually, continually sell yourself on the benefits of your goals. Yeah, I love that. Because if you haven't bought in, (laughs) if you haven't bought into your own goals, you're going to be living on someone else's agenda. That's right, right, right. And when you buy in, um, understand that commitment is a moment by moment decision. Just because you're committed at 930 in the morning doesn't mean you're committed at five o'clock in the afternoon. So you got to be recommitted. And there's always going to be more and more things. So that's the concept of of FAT. FAT is uh, an acronym for pretty hot and tempting. (laughs) <laughs> pretty hot and tempting. I didn't, I didn't make that up. I believe it was Chris Tucker said yeah. that in a movie in 1997, a movie called Money Talks, pretty hot and tempting. And so what this book tries to do is not about setting these big, huge lofty goals. It's about whatever goal you do set. It needs to weigh heavy in your mind. It needs to be the prettiest, hottest, and the most tempting of all the choices of things you can do with that time. Or again, um, you're, you're something because other things are fat. Other things are fat too. There are a lot of fat options. You can <laughs> only do one, and that's going to be the fattest at that moment. And so, it's not about reminding yourself about the goal. It's about reminding yourself about why the goal. Yeah. Well, what do you recommend 
for clients now, now there's this, even this big buzz about finding work-life balance. And I believe that's probably different, uh, you know, school life balance. If you're a student work-life balance, if you're an employee work-life balance, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, because everyone uh, has, is living in a different sort of context or, or choice decision of, of, you know, what they're doing to, you know, create value and in which context, uh, do you find that it's most useful to have both personal, big fat personal goals, big fat health goals, big fat relationship goals, big fat work goals, or is it best just to sort of focus on one at a time? That's a great, uh, that's a great question. Um, I think you do have to give yourself uh, latitude I don't necessarily think you can ever really the term work-life balance is probably not a right way. Work like work work-life harmony might yeah. be a better a better goal to shoot for. And harmony some things weigh more than other things. Some things you're doing more to be able to provide more to uh, another activity. Um, I know my family likes it when I'm focused on my my financial goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my, my kid in college is definitely down with me staying committed to my financial goals. Uh, but it ties into the goal of her getting a great, you know, education or, you know, or us just having a fridge full of food. So um, I think as long as you, as long as you, you know, we're susceptible to so many other people's opinions on what we should, would, and could, could do. I think that again, Again, one of the major reasons we are susceptible is because we haven't we haven't internalized. Uh, Shakespeare says, "Strong reasons make strong actions." Yeah. Strong reasons make strong actions. So uh, you're going to have to have strong reasons. Those are your reasons. Internalized reasons create movement. That's the, one of the major tenets in, in Big Fat Goals. Internalized reasons create movement, not just reasons. It's the ones that you internalize and see as connected to you create movement. And so um, by you continuing to dig into your own um, uh, reasons behind the goals, they usually all interact anyway. I'm, I know I'm trying to lose another 15 pounds, so the next time somebody interviews me, I look better. <laughs> And so people want to buy my book because I think maybe I'm cute. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So it all still ties in. It's not yeah. like they're all acceptable. It's not like, you know, that I have some other, they, they, they all should, well, I should say should, they, they probably, if you, if you're what Dr. Victor Frankl calls a thinker through, if you really Neat. think through all this stuff, you'll see that they all still do connect. Um, I don't really have that many, goals really if you got down to it i don't have that many goals there's a lot of different things that i'm doing goals that get me to the bigger goal but i don't really have that many yeah but those are sort of more like task kind of I tactics. Kind of tasks. yeah i do i do assume that so i don't i don't i don't stress which one i'm necessarily going for because it's all just going towards you know me trying to be helpful and me trying to have control of my own uh day and time and the people ever-growing number of people that i that i care about I'm able to, um, you know, serve in some way, you know, in a positive way. Well, you talk, what I really love about your work is you talk about the big fat goals and you also talk and you use specifically the word progress. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell, tell us more about that because that is life changing. That's my, that's my big, that's my number one tenet. My number one statement, my number one word is progress. There's a big difference between progress and change. All progress is change. 
but not all change is progress. <laughs> right. It's very natural for us to resist what we view as change. It's natural to resist what we view as change, but we embrace what we view as progress. So it's not something that is, uh, it's not a particular something that is new, is automatically change or progress. It's how it's viewed in our minds. And so that's exactly the same thing. Whenever you're putting out a new, you know, a new a goal or, or you have a new product or service, it's not about telling them that you have it. It's telling, being able to share with them in ways that they can connect with how that product or service or your leadership style or whatever it is, is progress and not change. I'm sure you've heard, Diana, the term change management. Yeah. I hate that phrase. <laughs> it's not even true. It's not even useful. <laughs> Nobody wants to change, and they certainly don't want their change managed. Exactly. Fact, right? And if an organization is doing it, the people at the top are not trying to change the organization. They're trying to help the organization progress. It's really progress leadership. I love that word. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's a big part of the second book, The Progress Challenge. Um, and then I like to share a, um, a quote from the author of The Little Prince. And he wrote, if you want to build a ship, don't drum up people together and assign them tasks and work and uh, tasks and work to collect wood, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. Oh, yes. Beautiful. And yeah, so do you do do you do a lot even with with visioning? Because that would be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, that's a that's a big fat goal. Has a has a visioning exercise that really, in the end, should kind of hurt your gut because you're like, oh, this ain't coming true unless I make it come true. So, uh, yeah, because what I tried to do, um, uh, I've mentioned Frankel, Dr. Victor Frankel. I'm yes. sure you know know that guy. Uh, Frankel was my is my is my jam. That's my that's the guy that I oh, I I was writing a, a program on goals that was called Big Fat Goals in 2001. That then uh, I went off and wrote other books, but always had that had that program. And the way that I got to Viktor Frankl and his work was I was studying everybody: Zig Ziglar, Tom Hopkins, Tony Robbins. I mean, a lot of people who've been on this show. Um, and about every third or fourth one would mention Dr. Viktor Frankl, a quote from him, or talk about his cool book uh, *Man's Search for Meaning*. So I took a deep dive. Not only did I um, read and devour that book, but I actually became a uh, student of his Logotherapy Institute. The Logotherapy, yeah, I know, it's pretty cool. And I went to two world congresses on Logotherapy. Logo means meaning therapy. That's what logo means, yeah. meaning therapy. And so I studied everything I could about Frankl, and then I, I went off and on my own, and I looked at how do we derive meaning? How do we, how do we weigh things in our minds as far as meaning is concerned? And I got down to what is now known as Lindsay's, because my name is yeah. Lindsay's six P's of progress, that everything we do, consciously or subconsciously, we do because we believe the perceived consequences will be us feeling the unique right mixture to us of pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power. Well, right. It's just in case the listeners want to grab their piece of paper, write that down. Viktor Frankl, the Victor Frankl. Man's, man's search for meaning, because he was in a concentration camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's uh, all this, about the philosophy of how yeah. he could still feel free because he found meaning 
despite an external conditioning that was really darn hard. Really darn hard. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the definition of bro, really darn hard. Yeah, he he uh, he was a, he's a really cool and he's a cool guy. If you know what he did afterwards, he's not like some staunch. He did the dude flew, flew planes. He climbed mountains. He was funny. If you listen to some of his stuff, you know from a from a you know from a clinically uh, type of thing, you can just see him like going, "Ah, did you catch that?" So he's really really a neat neat. He loved life. He he jumped on it. Yeah, and which really attracted me even more to him and his and his work, and uh, encouraged me to to you know try to try to take his work maybe to to the next level. I will say, Diana, um, something I am very very proud about. When I had the manuscript for the second book, there was a World Congress for Logotherapy, and I got to go. And yeah. Jay Levinson was there, not Jay Conrad Levinson. Jay Levinson was Dr. Victor Frankel's assistant, personal assistant for 25 years. Wow. Dr. Levinson read the manuscript to the Progress Challenge and wrote an incredible endorsement saying that I was, I, I did a fantastic, fantastic job taking Frankel's tenants into the business arena. And if you look at Big uh, Progress Challenge, it's right inside the inside cover. So for me personally, you know, somebody who was tight with Frankel say that I was that I was hitting it because I don't come from that kind of a background. I come from a from a more of a performance background. So to be able to you know be able to swing it in a in a much more of a humany kind of um, definitely watered down. When I would look at Frankel's deeper stuff, not necessarily man search meaning, you would need a thesaurus. I mean, he he was throwing out some words there. You know, of course it was translated from from you know uh, Aust- Austrian or German, but. Um, so that his his tenets and his concept is what is what encouraged me to to create uh, the six P's of progress. That's not part yeah, of. Yeah, well, repeat repeat the six P's so people okay. can write them down because. And when I talk about the six P's, yeah, when I tell you the six P's, realize this is how you're marketed everything. Look at any commercial. In the end, that commercial is trying to encourage you to feel. Oh, I need that because it's going to help me feel one of these, if not more than one of these: pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige pain avoidance and power. Great. Exactly. So that's, and that's what you got to remind yourself. In fact, in big fat goals, once you craft a goal, I call it goal crafting versus goal setting. Once you craft a goal, then the challenge is why is this goal going to bring me more pleasure than anything else I could choose to do? How is it going to bring me more peace of mind? How's it going to bring me more power? How's it than anything else? Because if not, then somebody can do the old, you know, what that means to you is thing on you and say, what that means to you is you get the peace of mind. And if you're not already committed to your goal and yet how it's going to bring you peace of mind, because you probably that will bring you peace of mind. But is it as much as what you're going for? Right. right. There's peace of mind in having a steady job. Right. There's peace. And I'm not sure if it's legitimate, but I mean, there is some form of peace of mind. And in that. Right. There's so it's. Yeah, because another thing, another thing is you had said, you know, your, your pet peeve, like the words like change management, you know, no one wants to change. Another thing is, is this, this buzz or, or, you know, however you would phrase it, that now it's all about, oh, you have to do what you really love. You know, you got to follow your passion. Well, not necessarily does following your passion bring you the peace of mind uh, because, you know, it's more important to have that day job. You know, so a guy has the privilege. Let's say there's always there's always trade offs, and it's yeah, it's, uh, always trade offs, and it's um. But that's one one reason I'm really glad that the how to achieve big fat goals is kind of kind of uh, hitting it off with a younger audience. In fact, even eighth grade, 
um, graduations are starting to uh, talk to me about using, I mean, it's in the very beginning stages, but right. um, I do know some influential eighth graders that like my book, you know, right. uh, <laughs> and um, uh, that's what I'm really jazzed about because if you can get, if people can get, if young, young minds can get attached to goals uh, and they're, you know, what they really want earlier. And I'm not talking yet about lofty goals, but just whatever, then they're not so susceptible. I think between 14 and 29 is really the years where we make most of our decisions that then we got to play out you know, those decisions the rest, rest of the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if there's that lack of clarity, lack of, you know, this is what I'm sort of all about, know your personality, know your needs, get really profound into the why, just like you said. And when you can bundle that up and say, my reaching that goal, how I see myself, that is so me. Right. And, and that's when you feel like, you know, you've bought into it because you've internalized. That's what I love. You've internalized the reason and it becomes so overpowering that you're not yeah. influenced by other people. Yeah. All the, on the other things, other things you could do with your time. I'm sure, Diana, every person you've ever had on here has quoted Pat Benatar, right? <laughs> no. Tell oh, me. They haven't? Oh, no. uh, Pat Benatar <laughs> says, with the power of conviction, there is no sacrifice. Oh, like that. So, but then you got to look at the word conviction. How do we become convicted? And that's what this book does. It helps you get conviction. Yeah. Convinced with, because that's in Latin, you know, because I live in Italy. So con vincere is to with win, you know, win with. And so how do you become, you feel internalized that you're already a winner. Yeah. And then all the other things you could do, because you're going to miss out on something. Of course. Okay, right now. You're going to miss out on something and something is going to be cool. Right. I'm, I get up. I used to do, do the, I used, I, I used to go see some live music, but I used to see a bunch. I used to go to like, you know, one, one to well, probably one show a week, something live, live music or live theater or something. I don't go to near as much anymore because I'm more committed to what I do in the mornings as far as exercise and my walk and things of that nature. So it's not like I wouldn't want to go. Going is cool with live music. I still love it. But I love my I love my quiet walk and, you know, and that more. Right. Yeah. yeah in the morning, the morning. Will you big on rituals another thing that's really you know the fad is have a morning ritual there's the, the five o'clock in the morning club you know wake up at five o'clock do this do this do that and uh, I know a lot of creative people that are, are nighttime people uh, yeah I don't have a I don't have a premise you got to thine self to that own self be true I guess I don't right. have a premise like that this book doesn't give you tips in that regard I don't hey, this is a this like I said it's, I I the more I'm getting into this, because, you know, you write a book and then you don't really know what it is until after it's kind of out. This is a goal commitment book. Good. So you can pop on top of it, whatever your regimen is, whatever your pro. you can pop a smart goal on top of this. It's not, right. it's not instead of, this is, I don't know how you're going to do it. I just know you need to be committed if you're going to do it. Yeah, I love, I love that, that Big Fat Goals is not the cookie cutter follow, you know, I am the success person. You follow my seven steps. Right. And yeah, that no, it's not is, like that at all. No, no, because, you know, because this is, you're, gonna, and you're, you're probably going to do a bunch of different stuff. I don't know what you're going to, and uh, this book doesn't get too much into plans. Now plan is important, but a plan is not going to get you somewhere. You're not committed to going. Love it. <laughs> exactly. You don't need a plan. You need commitment. The plan is there to help you get there faster with more sanity before you give up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The only plan you really need is not stop. Try it. That's the plan. Yeah. 
Now you exactly. can build on that, but that, but the reason you have a plan, because if you just stick to the plan, then you realize that you'd learn more and you get a better plan or what didn't work before. So I'm for plan, but again, you got to be committed to when you do the, like, when you do the foundation work. Yeah. Like people, I'm sure you've had people say, Oh, I'd love to learn Italian. Right. Right. Because they didn't know how you ever heard of Rosetta stone. Yeah. <laughs> how there's the plan. Follow that plan. How about, how about being losing weight? Cause you didn't know how. You didn't know how. Yeah. Nobody told you about Snickers bars and not put that down. Nobody, come on. You know <laughs> how. You got the plan. There's tons of plans. You don't know. You don't have an internalized, strong enough internalized why. You don't have the power of conviction. Yes. That, the, these are, that's a big takeaway. Because even nowadays, Google can give us any wiki how which yeah, is life hack. Yeah. the life hack plan. But the basis is exactly what big fat goals does. And, and I, you know, I take my clients even on a more introspective journey. You know, I say, Hey, from conception to birth, it was nine months. Are you willing to at least give yourself nine weeks to go through and, you know, raise your awareness, learn something about yourself, observe yourself and go deeper into yourself because well, we you go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said it right there. Are you willing? Are you willing? So you can, I'm sure you've had some people go, nah, or they start and then they realize it's too hard or whatever. You're talking, when you say willing, are you, do you have the, at least enough conviction to, to, to go deep? That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, do you do a lot in corporate training too? So yes. tell us, tell us about um, if, if, um, if it's more about, the human relationships, if it's, because from what I understand, it's a lot about boy, conflict management, getting people to understand each other, collaboration, and, and that's the internal communication, but then even yep. the external communication with, with clients. Give clients us and customers, some. yep, yep, yep. Well, the, you know, the, there's a huge overlap. You know, uh, progress and service leads to progress and sales. Um, the biggest problem with conflict resolution is deep down the person doesn't really doesn't really want to resolve the conflict, right? If you mm -hmm. want to resolve, you'll resolve. If you don't want to resolve, you won't. If you have enough reasons to resolve, you will. If you don't have enough reasons in your mind, you won't. You know, so really, um, the, the, all my stuff comes down to me riffing on some form of the psychology of how we make decisions how we personally make decisions and how we encourage other people to make the decision we want them to make. And as Dale Carnegie said, people, the way to get somebody to, to do something is to make them want to do it. And the way you're going to want, get them to want to do it is to understand their whys from their, from their perspective so that you can give them strong reasons that connect with them. So, so yes, um, sales, customer service, my, my, uh, you know, leadership, I, I, I uh, had the opportunity of working with all of the U.S. patent judges in the United States on conflict resolution. That, that is amazing. I know. It was, I was, I was, it was a great, it was a great, great opportunity, and they are so cool. And I um, uh, really had a wonderful, uh, that was one of the kind of the, uh, you know, one of the little, little moments in time you're like, wow, wow, this is, this is something. So that was, that was a really, you know, you know cool opportunity. Um but, you know, the first book is what put it all out there, Cracking the Networking Code, Four Steps to Priceless Business Relationships. That book is all about connecting with somebody in such a way that they want to build a relationship with you. 
The easy part is for me to say, hey, I want to build a relationship with Diana. That's easy. Yeah. I get to decide that. The hardest part is for me to get Diana to think, oh, I need to build a relationship with Dean. And so that's still about me giving, helping you see the why behind, you know, and then I have to be positioned as progress. I like to say I have to be progress in your mind. I have to be the unique right blend to you of pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. So that goes right into sales. Our products, our services have to be viewed as pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. Yeah, that is so cool. And so you use that even in the corporate yeah. setting. Well, yeah. do, people, do, do people ever say, oh, well, I actually prefer more power over the pleasure. So I'm, I'm willing to do more to get the power. Does that leave them out of balance or just becomes what they're more committed to getting? Well, that is a, that the power one is a trippy one. You're right. I mean, that's an interesting one for you to for you to, to relate to. I think any of them can be detrimental. If you if you focus too much on peace of mind um, at the cost of some other ones, you know, you might you know um, not. Uh, I think whatever it is you think you're going for, not necessarily the feeling, but how you're going about it. You you need to continue to check yourself and see is this really getting me peace of mind? Is this really the type of pleasure? You know, because some people would say alcohol gives them pleasure. Right. Right. So, but then so does for me taking a big walk or, you know, a big piece of cherry pie brings somebody pleasure, you know, but <laughs> so does, so does being able to fit into your pants. Yeah. Right. So, so I think that it's not so much, it's not so much the six P's of that your one's more important than the other because um, they change in the day, like right now, I don't need pain avoidance because my head doesn't hurt. But if my head hurts, then pain avoidance goes to the top pretty quick. Right. Yeah. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a second by second. I do know, and especially, I do know that we all want, you know, um, pleasure. And when I say pleasure, I don't mean like, you know, like back rubs necessarily, but even just a smile. That's the reason that so many people talk about that, you know, a firm handshake and a smile. Is because you know it's it's universal that people that people like that and will um, t- and I I like to say you put it on a seesaw you put and I, in the in the book I talk about motivation right and how, and how uh, I've been struggling with you know how to be positioned as a motivational speaker since the very beginning at first I really used to resist being called a motivational speaker. So I had to dig deep into the term and motivation. You can put, you can break that into two parts, motive for action, a motive for action. And another word for motive, desired outcome, purpose, reason, action, anything you're trying to do or anything you want the other people to do. And you can put that on a seesaw. If people have enough motives, enough reasons, they'll take the action. Right. And so the reasons are that they think they're going to feel those those six P's. Yes. And so, and so and we don't live like this. We don't live like this. We live like this. Yeah. The seesaw that it's in balance. If people aren't the watching seesaw, the video. It's just and, a little- and, and, and so, you know, um, a smile doesn't go, hey, you smiled at me. Let's get married. You know, I want to give you my money. You know, but it's, 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 it gives a little bit in that regard, you know, yeah. and, and it's like in customer service. Um, they tell you to smile into the phone. Well, you smile into the phone because there's a little lilt in your voice, and so that gives the person on the other end of the line a little bit of pleasure. But if you then follow it up with having to tell them bad news, it's not like that's going to, well, I was smiling in the phone, so they should still, you know, get, no, but that, then they, they had the pain of now, you're, you know, they, they didn't get what they wanted, you know, at that time. So uh, it all, it all, 
it all builds, it all adds. There is no, there is no trickery. There is no, you know, um, one little nugget or one little thing. It's a bunch of, bunch of, bunch of small little things that help you um, be positioned as progress. My definition, my, my definition of trust, my definition of trust is the promise of progress. I love think, that. Think about what we trust. You trust the people and the products and the services that you believe are going to bring you pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain, avoidance, and power. Yep. That, that are going to get you from where you are right now to that better place where you want to be, be it realizing a big fat goal. Right. <laughs> you know? Help you get towards your goal. People don't want our stuff. They want they want to believe that our stuff and our whatever it is we're throwing out there is going to help them get to where they where they want to go. People don't want insurance. The goal is not insurance. They want the peace of mind behind the insurance. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, getting down. Yeah, that's so it's the it's 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 understanding the benefits and where those yeah. benefits are going to take you. Yeah, yes. Yeah and, be able to, just, yeah, and be able to share that, be able to share that in the right way, too. You need to know people in such a way that some people. I'm sure you've heard that you got to get to know people. And that's why yeah. you need to, get to know them. You know, it's very um, Del Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. Wow. Yes. Classic. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen a lot of evolution in sales in the past 17 years. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the cheesy techniques that maybe were still in place after the nineties and it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel good anymore. You know, being sold on. Yeah. Uh, nobody, yeah. Nobody's going to, yeah. There's no, there's no slick clothes and all that stuff. And that's why Carnegie stuff is held true over that time. What I love about that book is how honest the title is. The book is all about how to lift people up, how to make people feel good, how to empower others. But the book's not called that. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. For who? For you. It's a book on persuasion. Right. Right. And so how can people get a hold of you? I mean, right now, you're at the moment of this recording – you have just launched how to achieve big fat goals. Brand so new. Brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you've got a copy. Well, to show it. <laughs> if, if someone's watching the video, hold up the book. I love the inside. Yes. Show the inside, how it's just a real, it, it's so, yeah, you use yeah, it. There's, there's exercises in here. There's, uh, um, you know, I, I, I back up what I'm saying with quotes from, from other people. I tried to write this one. The other two were written very linearly with a 12 point font and all that. Uh, this one, I really wanted to share uh, as if I was speaking it to you. So, uh, I mean, sometimes I have to roll out a 24 point font to prove my point, what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really, really pleased with it. And uh, people seem to, and I, I think it's a book that when, when people read, they can actually go, Hey, I can sit down and actually read this. And then I think it's a book that you can, if you ever, and you will, start to just get disconnected from your why go back and you know look at the exercises and go okay how am i how am i reminding myself of not the goal the reasons behind the goal rarely do we really forget the goal right why exactly you don't forget you want to be skinny you don't forget you want to be rich you don't forget that (laughs) 
You know, you just you for, you forget that it was you know that you want to stay up late watching you know a movie or something. So I mean, all this everything everything plays in. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. How the dominoes fall in that regard too. I know I talk a lot about. I didn't used to, but I talk a lot about now. You know, taking great care of yourself so that you can be at your optimal um, uh, offering. Of course, you know? eating right and other things. I mean, there's there's short term gains from staying out and getting your boogie on, but. Uh, you pay the cost. Right, you know? exactly. Yeah. There's, yeah. And it's an interesting also too, Diana, the word consequences and the word benefits. They mean the same thing. It's just how people position it. Consequences are bad. Benefits yeah. are good. But it's just what's <laughs> going to happen next. It's just what happened. It's just what, you know. <laughs> Cause, effect, consequences. Even in child raising, I've got four kids and, you know, they wanted to take out the word, you know, punishment and, and, you know, they wanted to take out, you know, go sit in the corner. They, you know, so it has to be at the timeout and the consequences. Right. It's funny how we sort of, we, we, we play with new words that have the exact same meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's sort of getting a little bit off track. Dean, where would you like for people to purchase your book? Because we've understand it's immensely value, valuable. It's practical. It's a how-to where people put themselves into it and do it. Yes, so it's ma'am. sort of a, uh, a, a, a mini course, you know, yes. that they yes, go yes. through. I love that. Thank you very much. Well, Amazon.com, of course, you can get it there. I'd be much more um, um, uh, appreciative or connected to you and can give you a better deal on bulk copies uh, if you go to DeanLindsay.com, and that's D-E-A-N-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y.com. Um, or, or you can call. Is it cool for me to give my cell number? Yeah, go, go for it. If anybody wants to contact me, especially now during the holidays, I am giving, uh, you know, bulk discounts on. i got a lot of companies who are, you know, buying it for their people. But then also understand that, you know, you want to give Christmas gifts or holiday gifts. Um, a lot of, not say a lot, enough to where I'd want to say this to you. If you call me up, 214-457-5656. Again, that's 214-457-5656. I can give you a deal on bulk copies where you can put a sticker right on it saying this is a gift from. And also, also think about this. Whatever it is your product or service is, that's not your customer's goal. So really, you could say, you know, choose to work with us. We will help you achieve your big fat goals. Oh, fun. Right. Very that's, what, that's what Fast Signs did. Fast Signs is a um, world class uh, franchise uh, in the United States, Malta, all over Europe and stuff. Um, Catherine Munson, the CEO of Fast Signs, wrote an endorsement on the on the back cover. Uh, and then she liked the book so much that she flew me to New York City to sit in the um, uh, International Franchise Expo at their booth, put a sign up saying, come meet the author. And then they put a sticker right here on every copy that said, Choose fast signs. We will help you achieve your big fat goals because people's goal is not to have a franchise. That's not the goal. It's that they believe that they believe that having a franchise will help them achieve their big fat goals. Exactly. Calls me up 214-457-5656 or Dean at DeanLindsay.com. And again, that's L I N D S A Y.com. I'd be happy to 
make them a cool deal on a bunch of yeah and yeah i mean even to to reiterate since you've got you know the experience and you also love the corporate training this is a wonderful corporate gift you know get dean in to do you know corporate motivational speaking or even training and that can branch out in bringing a team together to understand get clarity on their goals to improve their communication resolve um you know the conflict and what i really love is this idea of progress Thank you, know. you. Yes, yes. That's so, because when, when you say, you know, uh, I want people as the trust level, that people, when they think of me, they think of progress. They view you oh, as better. They view you as progress. That is such a, it's like a, it, it makes me, it's like a sigh of relief. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Diana. That's, that's my mantra, be progress. Be, be progress. Better be progress you have to be well um i think i might just be pithy on gandhi gandhi says be the change you want to see in the world if it's yeah. the change you want to see then it's progress right you might have said it first and they just translate it long i don't know <laughs> it's the same thing exactly exactly be progress and that it's and it's not it's it's that person views you as, that's why they take your phone call they don't take your call because you called they call, they take your call or call you back because they think you got something, even if it's to help you. People will do things for you because they like you, but it's because they like you and it brings them pleasure to do it. Exactly. If it didn't bring pleasure to do it, they wouldn't. Yeah, and it's back to the back to the six P's of progress. Yeah, yeah, these are there's I really invite the listeners either to re-listen if they haven't taken notes, but jot down all of these real good takeaway phrases. And of course. Get Dean Lindsay, <laughs> how to achieve big fat goals, because it's, it's really worth your time to settle in, do this, get the clarity, get the conviction, get the commitment, especially in this season now, because we're recording, you know, at, at the end of 2017. This is a time where a lot of people can even face the emotion of disappointment because yeah. they'll set their big goals they're not fat enough, P-H-A-T-E. Right. Well done, Diana. And after a couple of weeks, they're, they're disappointed in themselves. And that, that loss of self-esteem, I find, weighs so much more. At the end of January, if you haven't pumped your self-esteem, you are gonna, you're going to go downhill until summer vacation when you get this little, you know, yeah. something to look forward to. And then you think you're going to change just because you've rested more. Uh, yeah, give us a little bit of your insight on that. Well, that's actually why I'm uh, really uh, aggressive getting this book to uh, some of the fitness gurus here in the in the United States because everybody does. They go buy, they go get a fitness gym, you know, gym membership. They don't lose the gym membership card. They don't forget where the gym is. They know where the shoes are. They just get they get discouraged and forget the why of why they why they signed up in the first place. So it's really, and I love that you did a good thing there. I'm going to go back and re-listen to this. They have big goals, but they're not fat enough. That's exactly it. And fat is not about, it's not crazy and lofty enough. It's that it's not the heaviest thing in their mind. And so they're more susceptible to other things. And then you don't set it one time. I said it earlier. um, Commitment is a moment by moment decision. You got to continually, continually, continually remind yourself 
the benefits behind behind the goals. In the book, and I know we don't have time for it, uh, which is kind of cool because now people have to buy the book. In the book, I talk about goal crafting versus goal setting. And um, yes, of course, I talk about writing goals down. But then in the book, I give the six rules of goal crafting so that you're actually crafting a goal in such a way that it propels you towards its achievement. That you're that you're crafting it. So it's not just about reminding yourself, but it's about they become self-fulfilling affirmations that when you read and reread it and rehone in it and add to it, that it's actually encouraging you to to make it make it true. One thing that I I get I get I get excited about telling people is our brains are trippy, our brains are complicated, but at at its core, our brain wants one thing to be right. So whatever. <laughs> Whatever we continually, continually say to ourselves and believe about ourselves and our environment, our brain is going to show us and encourage us to take steps to make that true. So be very careful with what you say to yourself about yourself. And so I even put things in there about, you know, don't, you don't use the word will. You know, I will. Well, that can be true today. That's not going to propel you into action because you, I, I will do it later. You know, later is a long time off. Put what you do want, not what you don't want. You know, don't remind yourself about past mistakes. So there's a lot of little things that you can do in there to kind of, I don't want to call it trick your mind, but it's not trickery at all. Well, it's just reprogram of, you. So honoring. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's honoring your mind. Yeah, that's stop. amazingly powerful. Oh, good. Well, that's, well, that's good. I'll, I'll stop now before I mess it up. <laughs> 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 it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's you know. Um, I I'm I'm glad to be able to do it. It's the very very beginning of this thing. Um, but I mean, I think you did a great job of of very quickly catching on to it. That thing you said, your goal is big enough, but it's not fat enough. I'm gonna use that. That's okay, good. put that. You got you got my my. You can take that. That's, That's the new social media goal. So, That's you, right. <laughs> yeah, so, so Dean Dean now is going to have his social media post to say you have a big goal, but it's not a big fat goal. And I will and I will start saying that oh, Diana, I am progress. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Be progress. Thank you. I love that. You did a great job. You're good at this. Oh, thank you. I love, uh, well, you know, I've been in the corporate training industry for 25 years now, and my path has also been studying as a psychosomatic illness therapist and all about how the brain is, is structured of our continuous thought and emotional patterns that lead then to psychosomatic illnesses. And that's how I reverse engineered those tools to make a personality profile. And we can, wow. yeah, we can, we can talk more about that. Because when you really talk about that goal that feels so, this is what I say, you know, the goal that feels so you. Right. That yes, you, you and your big fat goals, your, your big fat goal is never really external to you. It is so you, it is so inside of you that you are excited to wake up every morning and achieve it. You're excited to feel the progress every day and, you know, take the, do the tasks and take the stuff. And, and it, it really is what has been missing in the personal professional development industry is this clarity on, and even an invitation from, from us, you know, as motivational speakers, as authors, really an invitation to people to, I'd, I'd like to say, slow down yeah. or dedicate a moment, dedicate 
the 20 minutes a day for a week. Dedicate the time because when you do that groundwork, like your book, which is in the workbook format, when you do that, you have saved yourself so much time, energy, waste of money, putting it where in, in a big goal, but not a big fat goal. Um, the, the, the worry, the lack of what you said, inner peace, um, you, you start becoming so overwhelmed with all oh. this stuff because the goal is completely off track. Yeah. And it is, it is so worth, and if people are in the holiday season, you've got that extra day to, you know, veg out, maybe instead of the extra game or, you know, something that you could, you know, hang out and, and watch TV, you know, you really will feel so much more empowered when you yeah. do a process on yourself and you yeah. get that clarity. Yeah. And it can be, it can be scary, but what's more, what's more painful, self-discipline or regret? Uh, yeah. Big one. Yeah. Dean, that's great. Yeah. So that's what it really comes down to is the problem is we need to, we don't feel regret until it's too late. So I, I try to encourage people, go ahead and go ahead and feel that regret now. If you don't get to what you're really going for and then do everything you can to, to not feel that. So but, it, but it's not even about, like you were saying, it's not about overworking. No. It's, it has nothing to do about working harder. And not even, I'm not a big grinder. No. It's, no. It's, it's a compelling, it's something that is compelling. That What I find, um, if, you know, taking it to like sort of a, a you know, well, new agey space if you want. All right. But... But, you know, when, when you've got that movement of progress that's in your, in your energy field, people come and they find you. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's where it becomes less hard work. Because you've, right. that you've set in motion that you're that go-to person and that you've got this really big fat goal and you're on this mission that you don't have to always work at it. It's like this... People just call you out of the blue. Yeah. No, I agree with, I agree with all of that, Diana. That's exactly, that's exactly right. And you got to trust your hustle. You got to trust, you know, the day you get a lot of things, a lot of things you don't um, see coming, but you know, you're putting the, I don't want to call them vibes. You're putting good seeds out there. And, yes. um, and so, um, no, but it, there's, a, there's, there's something, there's something, I don't want to say just romantic, but there's something, invigorating about the unknown about no not knowing but knowing you're ready yeah you know, it's gonna be cool so that's why i just i just i like to say i, I like i try to I, one of my things i say my one of my very best buddies calls me not calls me on it but teasing me on it one of my favorite fa- phrases is fiddle forward i fiddle forward i'm not exactly i'm going forward and i'm gonna fiddle i don't know i mean sometimes i might be messing with the you know twitter you know doing a new twitter post or some new twitter page or a new you know banner or some days it might be so that i'm just I'm, I, but i'm always being trying to be proactive um and i trust my hustle right and i trust my and when i say hustle i'm not saying uh seth gooden i heard him talk about uh zig ziglar and the word hustle it's a it's a generous hustle it's not a it's not a manipulative hustle it's not a it's not a stress inducing hustle it's a it's a it's a hustle of generosity for my own self and to 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 my ever growing sphere. Right. Yeah, I love that because there's a lot. You know, when you put out a book, there's all the social media marketing and there's the posting and keeping it alive. And and that's what I find when you know you you become um, uh, just really energized 
and you have the confirmation that our people are getting a good, good benefits from that book. That's when, you know, the, the motivation continues and the word starts to spread and people yeah. come and find you. Yeah, that's, I mean, this is the very early stages, but I get so much great feedback so far on the book that it just compels me to even want to get it out more to more people. And you got to realize that there's so much competition for people's time, not just other books, but every other thing people could choose to do with their time. And so it's really my responsibility as I believe in this book, and not only, not only to what it can do to, for other people, but also for me, I would love to be a more of a voice, you know, uh, in this, in this genre and those type of things. Um, but I also believe that in that process, as I'm introducing it to people, as people are buying it or getting it as a gift or getting it, you know, for free or whatever, I'm getting it to them. That they're if they read it, you know, that's another big thing. I'm sure you've also seen that tons of people buy books and then don't ever read it. I know a lot of times, especially cracking the networking code. I know if people have read it because usually they'll either say if they haven't read it, they say I have your book. If they if they that's if they haven't read it. If they have read my book, they either say, I really got a lot out of your book, or I used to have your book. I gave it to somebody. I thought it would help. <laughs> That's great. That's nobody, great. nobody who's read Cracking Networking Code tells me they have it. They usually tell me something about it. And so, uh, and I have tons of books. I bet you do too that I, didn't, I don't read. So, and that's the reason that their books have endorsements. That's the book, the reason that, you know, I'm, I'm doing it because I'm not, the goal is not to get everybody a copy of this book. The goal is that people, actually are positively impacted you know and yes and I'd, love, I'd love five years i'd actually get teary when i think about this i'd love for somebody to come to me five years from now ago you know that i really was helpful to them getting where they were going <laughs> i would really mean a lot to me yeah 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 well you you will but even though i should take away you will you have yeah, we're doing already we're doing yeah Already, you really are, and that's uh, that's beautiful. That you know, Dean is getting, getting uh, moved. Yeah, I want you know? this. I, mean, I, I, I want this to work. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the without guidance nowadays, I find people are feeling more lost than ever. Yeah. They're feeling like a lot of the things out in the world are meaningless and empty. And yeah. the idea of who can I count on or who's going to guide me to really have a practical approach, but that is life fulfilling. Yeah. That I can reach goals that are really going to, of things that matter to me. And that's what I love. And I'll, you know, I'll say it for another time. Big fat goals is a whole different category than the cookie cutter follow Dean's seven steps. It is not that. It is you hands-on doing your reflections about who you are and your life and what you want. And Dean provides the process. And then it's up to the readers. Go do it. If you don't, the, the destination is probably a destination more filled, like you said, with the regret. So freaking commit today, you know, go. And, and, and Dean was so generous to offer his cell phone number, his email, and, and his website where you can go get. And he's even offering discounts if you want, you know, either for companies to have, you know, bulk deliveries. Or, or even for your kids. If you got a kid 14 and up, I'd be happy to give you a deal on that too. I, I want to get this into his young minds. Um, as well, but I mean the the two endorsements. I will say the two endorsements on the back of the book are from adults. Like I think they're over sixty. Uh, one is from the 
The two endorsements on the back. One is from the, the founder and creator of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Beautiful. And then we have Catherine Munson from Fast Signs. So uh, it's not a kid book, but it is neat that uh, it is catching on, uh, you know, with with young minds. And so I'm I'm, I'm yes. extra extra jazzed about that. Yes, I love it. Well, I have had a great pleasure. I've learned so much. I'm going to go re-listen to it and take notes. <laughs> so thank you so much, Dean, for being on Journey to Success uh, Radio. Go ahead and repeat for everyone one last time your email, the website, your phone. Because like I said at the very beginning, you know, Dean is such a, a beautiful person who really, really cares that all the people that get big fat goals really achieve their goals. So go ahead, repeat that for us. That's so nice of you to say, Diane. I, okay, uh, deanlindsay.com, and that's D-E-A-N-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y.com. Uh, the email, dean at deanlindsay.com. And then my direct line, cell line, 214-457-5656. Super duper. Well, thank you, Dean. Um, The favorite quote is be progress. My favorite quote from today was be progress. I have it on a little magnet. I have it on a magnet. I give it out all all over the, all over the world. Be progress. Be progress. I super love that. Well, best of luck with your book, how to achieve big fat goals. And, uh, you helped me. You helped me today. Thank you, Diana. Thank you. You're super welcome. It's been an amazing pleasure. Thanks again, Dean. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtootall.com for details.